How's it hanging, Cake Nation? And welcome back to the Chemistry Cake Online Podcast, where chatting about chemistry has never been sweeter. Chemistry Cake is online, and today airs the second episode of the Spill the Tea miniseries. On our last minisode, we chatted about tannins and how they are responsible for the bitter flavors of my favorite morning beverage. And just a couple of side notes before we dive in. The first note um, I wanted to make was that I misspoke when I was describing the structure of condensed tannins. I mentioned that the benzene was substituted at the ortho position of the oxygen heterocycle, and that would be correct if the heterocycle was aromatic, but it isn't. So, um, I thank you for your patience with me. That position would be correctly referred to as the sixth position. So there's that note. The second note is more of a quick trick when it comes to preparing tea. If you are preparing it using a tea bag, it is recommended not to squeeze out the extra tea um, once you take it out because it releases extra tannins into your tea, making it much more bitter than perhaps desired. Uh, The release of extra tannins can also occur if you oversteep your tea. Um, But a fun fact about cake is that I purposely steep my tea five minutes longer, um, particularly with black teas, because I do enjoy that earthy, tanniny flavor once I've added a splash of milk and a bit of honey. Okay, so now that I've got those bits covered, let's dive into the chemistry. Uh, Today's compound of the day, or rather class of compounds, are the catechins, which belong to the flavonoid family. And uh, just a brief aside here, I know it's apparent that I'm in love with all types of chemistry, because it's true, but I do have a particular affinity for flavonoid chemistry, especially when I was an avid coffee drinker and was a barista. But alas, I have made settlement as a tea drinker, and I think that is perfectly okay. Now, I've digressed a bit here, so back to catechins. Um, These molecules, like tannins, are types of antioxidants. Though compared to their other flavonoid counterparts, their antioxidant potential is relatively low. And so now I think it would be important to note that uh, catechins are actually one of two building blocks of proanthocyanidins, which are a type of condensed tannin, much like um, amino acids are the building blocks for proteins, or you know sugars are building blocks for complex carbohydrates. The other building block of proanthocyanidins would be epicatechin, just in case you were curious. Um, The structure of this molecule, as I describe it, may seem familiar. So, let's start with a six-membered oxygen heterocycle. At the two position of this ring is substituted a catechol. Um, The heterocycle is located para to one of the hydroxide groups and meta to the other. Um, Additionally, there is a hydroxyl group on the three position of this heterocycle as well. So catechol on the 2 position, hydroxyl group on the 3. And then fused at the 5-6 position of this heterocycle is another aromatic ring bearing two hydroxyl groups. One located ortho to the fuse at the 5 position of the heterocycle and the other located meta to the fuse of the 6 position. And 
just doing this little exercise has made me realize that describing structures without illustrations is really challenging. So I will definitely work on improving that skill because um, these structures are really quite something to look at. Um, if you are curious about the IUPAC name, because um, those tend to um, give more succinct description of the molecules as opposed to the novel I just read, Catechin is formally known as 2R3S2,3,4-dihydroxyphenyl-3,4-dihydro-2H-chromine-3,5,7-triol. Okay, well, perhaps that was a novel on its own, so I hope I, hope I haven't confused anyone too hopelessly uh, this early in the episode. Um, but another cool thing I wanted to point out uh, is that the amount of catechins found in tea leaves appears to be inversely related to the amount of fermentation that the leaves go through. So for example, green tea is not fermented and goes through minimal processing and contains between 80 and 90% of catechins, while black tea has only 20 to 30% of catechin and is the most heavily fermented among the four types of tea that come from the Camellia sinensis plant. Um, so what's happening here is that when the leaves are fermented, the catechin and the leaves are condensed to produce a compound called the theoflavins. But we will discuss these in the next episode. With that being said, I think that's a good point to wrap up this mini episode. I hope you were able to learn something new today. I know I did. Uh, folks, thanks for joining me today on this chat. Um, it really is always a pleasure to have you. Remember, if you would like to hop aboard the hype train, because uh, we would happily welcome you, you can follow me on Twitter at ChemistryCake. And if you would like to follow my many shenanigans in which I partake at home, you can follow me on Instagram at ChemistryCakeOnline. Until then, this is your friendly reminder to stay hydrated, to keep the hype alive, and to edify our village. Take care, folks, and thanks for tuning in. This is Chemistry Cake, signing off.